Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Excellent. The head writer for the Stern Show for over 15 years. He's an author of books, songs, and jokes, of course. An actor and his famous buddy is a willy. Jackie, the joke man, Martling. It's a pleasure to have you on, Jackie. How are you? I appreciate it very much. And, you know, people always, uh, they say they see my documentary and like, wow, you're like Forrest Gump. you got some kind of connection to so many different people. Like me and Willie Nelson have been exchanging jokes via email for like 20 years. And uh, it's really funny. And then they say, all right, you're going to do an interview with the Shaquille O'Neal's uh, media company or whatever it is. And I actually have a connection to him, which is crazy. In the early 2000s, I did joke toys and joke machines and, you know, joke comedy calculators and an insult mirror. I did all this stuff for Excalibur Electronics. And Shaq was one of their guys. Like, his, what I, whatever products he had with them were right next to mine. And they actually had a full life-size cardboard cutout of Shaq. And, I mean, I'm standing next to it. You know, he, of course, he's three feet taller than me, and they also had a bronze, a bronze sneaker of his, which to this day it's it's impossible to explain to people how huge his foot is, and it's so funny. And I said, "Yeah, I, I got a connection to Shaquille O'Neal. That's funny, you know." We're we're sitting here looking at one of the cardboard cutouts right now. We got the seven foot one size twenty two cardboard cutout that's staring me at the eye right here in the studio. Probably the same one you saw back in the day so you know i'm not making it up sometimes when i tell that people roll their eyes like oh here goes jackie with another one of his stories you know <laughs> I, I must say jackie i watched i started watching this documentary which by the way it's out today and you can check it out by going to jokemanmovie.com i only got through the first 20 or 30 minutes and i had to jump on the the call with you but i realized you're talking about everything i mean i didn't realize you dealt with so much death as a kid and the the substance abuse in the family, and then you having to laugh it off, and then the years with Howard, the Michigan State. You really dive deep into this uh, documentary. You tell the whole story, uh, and I haven't even gotten through the whole thing. Well, yeah, you know, and it, it's all true stuff. And, it, you know, the truth of it is I, I haven't been through any more or less than anybody else. Just when you put it, put it out there like that, it, like, kind of comes at you rapid fire. But uh, it's, a, it's a nice tale, and it's got a happy ending, and such an eclectic cast, you know. You know, Mark Cuban and Sean Young and Artie Lang, and, you know, it just, it, the, the people come from all different walks of life. And, of course, you know, to have Penn Jillette was a thrill, and to have Willie Nelson, of course, you know. Me and Willie wound up on his bus smoking pot lots of times, and he's just, uh, he's just a delightful character. I mean, he is... 
is what you see, you know. And um, so doing the documentary, I, my pal Ian Carr that I had a radio show with for eight years, he, he said, you know what, I really want to do a documentary on you. He has a great production company. He's, you know, he's been doing stuff for networks for like 30 years. And he said, I really want to tell the tale, not just the Howard Stern show, but the jokes and your life and everything. And there's nothing more flattering than that, you know. And he just took the ball and ran with it. And I'm just so thrilled with the result. And after all this time, it's, you know, it was ready to go. And then the pandemic hit and, you know, all kinds of stuff. But, my God, today's the day. It's out. And, you know, we're celebrating. I'm, you know, I might even have an extra cup of coffee. Hey, congratulations. And we talk about flattering. The one thing I learned early in, in this documentary is I didn't realize this either, Jackie, that how do you, how are in your high school superlatives that you're funniest, you're cutest, you're most dramatic? I thought you could only win one. But in your high school, Oyster Bay, you must have been running shit out there, Jackie. You, 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 you were know, the triple crown winner. Yeah, people think I edited the yearbook, you know. And the truth is, there was there was one of them that I that I tied with the girl, and they uh, and they they said we got to give it to her because you already have too many of them. I, I don't know, maybe it was wittiest or funniest one of them. They they actually took away from me because I already had four or five, whatever. And truth be told, there was only like six people in the whole high school. So, you know, <laughs> okay, now now it makes sense. <laughs> I I also found out, Jackie, that you were a, a gymnast and an athlete younger. And then, as I'm doing the research, I see you sign your big deal with Howard in 1986. And I gotta be, believe a kid growing up on Long Island in '86, all I can think about is the Mets. So, there is there any synergy there with you being an athlete? 1986 signing your big deal and the Mets winning the World Series. How was '86 for you, Jackie? for me because I decided to quit uh, being on the road as a comedian, which freed me up to go full-time on the Howard Stern Show. But I always disappoint people because I am not a Met fan, and not that I don't like them. And people say, how could you be from Long Island and not be a Met fan? I say, it's very simple. There was no such thing as the Mets when I was growing up. When I was growing up, I could have told you, the, you know, the, the uh, batting average and the numbers of every Yankee on the lineup and my father had a political job, so we went to the World Series almost every year in the 50s. There were no Mets until 1962, and the Mets came into the, the baseball scene just as I had discovered girls. And, you know, the, the baseball glove and, and the baseball and the baseball bat uh, go in the trunk to make room for the girl to get in the front seat and, you know, the, that kind of took over, so the Mets weren't a big deal to me, you know. So uh, I know that was a big year for the Mets, and it, and it was wonderful, you know. And they, of course, you know, in my family, you know, we got the Yankee fans and Mets fans, and and you know the uh, the arguments rage, and it's it's all fun. It's all wonderful fun. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me what inspires your music. And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, you've lived some kind of life, Jackie, and I really respect the, that you are a mu- musician as well because I do radio, but I also produce music. I'm not the greatest guitar player or the greatest drummer, but I can play a little lick, and I was uh, it was great to see that you can jam on the, uh, on the old guitar and used to do all those comedy albums. Uh, could you tell us about Going Ape? I think that was one of your first albums. Do you remember recording that? started comedy on Long Island in 1979. There were no comedy clubs, and there was a little variety showcase, and uh, it, it really wasn't, uh, the guy wasn't paying us, and that's, you know, that's where Eddie Murphy worked, or not worked, but Eddie Murphy was there, and Bob Nelson, and Rob Bartlett, and me and a bunch of guys, so we found uh, a restaurant that would let us do comedy there, and we said, we'll take the door, and you can have all the drinks. And we started the first comedy show on Long Island. And we charged to get in, and, and we kept all the money. And I used to record all my shows on a cassette recorder. And I would have my my voice going into one side and the crowd going into the other side. And I mixed that onto a reel-to-reel. And I made my first comedy album six months after I'd become a comedian. And I just made albums and made albums, and I, I knew how to do that because I had worked in a recording studio in the 70s and recorded a couple of songs. That Howard Stern used to play my songs into the ground on the radio and make fun of them, but people wound up liking them. And and then I just segued into, into just doing the jokes, and it, it's just the way it flowed, you know, just the way it flowed. So you really been producing content long before kids, all this TikTok stuff and social media and streaming documentaries. The new documentary is called Joke Man. It's a streaming everywhere. Just talking to your phone and find it or go to jokemanmovie.com. But if you could go back, Jackie, uh, having all the knowledge that you have today and you were to go talk to uh, the kid that was making Going Ape, how old were you when you were recording those albums on Long Island? music and started comedy i put the pin in the map as uh, january 1979 and my first album was called what did you expect and i collected money from a bunch of different people and the cover is literally my eighth grade class picture where i'm flipping the bird which is itself hard to believe and then the next album i made was called going ape and i literally went to a costume shop and said i have no money but if you'll loan me a gorilla costume I'll give you a plug on my album, and they had no idea what I was talking about. And me and a buddy, I was like, uh, by then, I was 32 years old, and we smuggled in paper bag. We took the gorilla costume into the Bronx Zoo, and I went behind a tree and put on a gorilla suit. And I was jumping out and scaring kids in a gorilla suit. I mean, if you could possibly imagine. <laughs> and those crazy. are the pictures. And that was recorded at the Eastside Comedy Club in 1980. That's that's the album I was making. And I was hanging the microphones, and Eddie Murphy came up to me and said, Jack, you're making another album? And I said, yeah. He said, Jack, I want to have an album. 
I said, well, Eddie, I'm too busy. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about that story. Famous last words. <laughs> he, he did all right, though, Jackie. He, he ended up doing all right. Yeah. But if, if, if you could go, take... If you could take the guy that was produ- you are now the man that was the executive producer and working on this joke man uh, new documentary. Knowing everything you know now, if you could go back and talk to the young man that was producing Going Ape, what kind of advice would you give that younger Jackie that maybe would have helped him along the way? I would just say, just keep doing exactly what you're doing. I wouldn't change a thing. You know, people. I would. I. If I had a chance, I would start from square one. My whole life, I would live it all again. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind it being exactly how it was. You know, the ups, the downs, the craziness, the rewards, the sadness. You know, it's 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 all been a, a great, great stew. And I, you know, I would tell him, you don't give up. But I never did give up. You know, one 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 step forward, two steps backwards, and you just keep going. It's that simple. Sound advice. And then how much of your success do you think, Jackie, is talent as opposed to how much of it was hard work? Because from everything I've seen, you work really hard uh, to be the famous Jackie the Joke Man that we see today. You know, I think it's equal parts hard work and talent and luck. You know, Edison Edison said, you know, 1% perspiration, I mean, 99% perspiration and 1% inspiration. You know, no matter how good you are or smart or how creative, it takes so much to, to do stuff and complete stuff and get it out there. And it, it's very easy to give up, and and you just don't. You know, you just, you just forge ahead. And uh, I think hard work had, you know, almost everything to do with it, you know? And we all know the story that you asked your boss for more money. He's, he said no, and he didn't give it to you. And at that point, you must have been putting in a lot of work to feel like you deserved more. What were your day-to-day operations on the show? I know you did a lot of the writing, but to, to say, hey, I, I need more money. I'm busting my ass over here. You had to have been doing a lot. What were some of those things you were doing no, on the show? No, no. That, that, that wasn't it at all. My, I wasn't working any harder or less hard. <clears throat> what I actually did was very simple. I would show up at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning and sit down in my chair and take a Sharpie and a pile of paper, and I'd just write lines for Howard from the beginning to the end of the show, and then for the most part go home afterwards, unless we're working on a TV show. And as the years went on, we, we did less and less meetings because it was just such a finely tuned operation. But the truth of it is, <clears throat> I had been there from the onset, and the, the success of the show was mercurial. It was it, it, the show went to Pluto, and it was literally printing money. And I just didn't think he was generous enough. Uh, you know, I can't speak for anybody else, but I know I had been there from the beginning, and I thought I should have been cut in more. But I was also pretty fried after 15 years of morning radio. Anybody's ever done that, they know that. Uh, it really, really takes a toll. So it's, it, it, you know, it's a, it's a weird thing to go back and say, I wish this, I wish that. You know, getting off the show probably saved my life. I was shot, you know, just running myself ragged. You also, but you it's al- weird, you know, you can second guess yourself all day, you know. You also said that the Stern Show saved your life, though, because morning radio, you being uh, the drunk, I mean, for lack of better words, you've said it before. 
uh, you were a drunk and, and this job saved your life because getting up early in the morning, you can't really be a drunk. So so is that true? This, no, this job no, saved your no. life? But, you know, people, people always, this has always been a raging debate because I was never a guy that woke up in the morning and, and needed a drink or any of that. I was a social drinker, but God, I really could social drink. <laughs> and like you say, you can't stay out and get drunk when you have to get up at 20 minutes after four in the morning. So... Yeah, that that God knows what that did. <clears throat> Whether I would have quit drinking or gone right into the toilet, who'll ever know? But uh, it was great, and I still found plenty of time to drink. <laughs> so it it just uh, it was a, a whole interesting ride, just an interesting ride from beginning to end. You know. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me what inspires your music. And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We're talking to the comedy legend, Jackie the Joke Man Martling. Of course, his new movie, new documentary available wherever you can stream it at JokeManMovie.com. We'll have all the information. I, it was great to see Artie Lang in this documentary. He, he's in the film. He, he doesn't look like himself. I'm, I'm just being honest. It looks like a, a lot of the partying took a toll on him, but he seemed to be speaking with a clear head, and that was good to see. Tell me how Artie's doing. Great, he's uh, all cleaned up. He's taking care of himself. It's so funny because he wanted to be in the documentary, and just it was hard to hook up with him. And just when Ian Carr, the producer, <clears throat> was about to get in touch, added <clears throat> an actual date. Artie got in trouble, and he wound up in jail, and wound up in hospital, and wound up in rehab. But the documentary took so long to to get finished that Artie was out and cleaned up and back in great shape, and the documentary wasn't done, so Ian got to go over and interview him. And, like, Artie's interview was one of the highlights of the documentary for me because he was just so generous, and he's such a good guy, and he's so funny, and I really, really appreciate him, you know. I mean, he, he did the forward to my autobiography. He's, he's just a good guy, a real good guy, and I can't say enough about him, and I'm so... So thrilled to say he's taking care of himself and he's in really good shape right now. Yeah, go check out the documentary. It's joke at uh, jokemanmovie.com. Um, I would like to play a little game, if you don't mind. I know you have that mathematic mind, uh, stump the joke man. I just have a few jokes here to see if maybe I, you know, that the old man still got it. Do you mind playing the little game? Well, I'll tell you what, if, if, if I don't know the joke, I will send you a nice Stump Jackie the Joke Man t-shirt. How's that Okay, sound? fantastic. Here we go. Uh, what do you call a female turtle? A clitoris. <laughs> yes, you got that one. Okay, what three words don't but you... You know what? I'm, 
I might have even written that one 40 years ago. I'm not even sure. <laughs> uh, what three words don't you want to hear when you're making love? Uh, is it in? That works. Or, honey, I'm home. <laughs> oh, well, okay. <laughs> that, that's one of those jokes where, you know, somebody asks me that, and I give one answer, and they say, you're wrong. It's the other answer. And both of them are equally. Yeah, uh, they're both right. So that's that's a winner for you. <laughs> Uh, what's the difference between a refrigerator and a homosexual? In in the 40 years that I've been playing this game, there are two jokes um, that I've been asked by a factor of 20 more than any other joke. And it's that one. And uh, I... Can you even say that on your show? You can say it on my show if you want. I mean, it was in your documentary, so I figured it was a layup for you. <laughs> well, no, of course. You know, the, the refrigerator doesn't fart when you take the meat out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. All right, one final one for the joke, man. I, I, I mean, I tried to get, sneak one by him, but the slider doesn't work. The curveball doesn't work. The fastball doesn't work. Now I'm going to throw you a spitball. Here we go. Uh why did the why did the uh, Mexican uh, why, why did the Mexican's wife jump off the bridge? Tequila. <laughs> you got it. I can't stump. I can't stump him. I don't know if I set that one up completely. You, you didn't even know. You told her wrong. Why did the Mexican throw his wife off the cliff? She yeah. didn't jump. He threw her. Tequila. Tequila. Yes, my uh, my buddy told me that one, and I I butchered it, Tequila. so I apologize. Uh, but, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you played along with us. Uh, any any chance that you're going to get on Howard to promote this new movie? Have you reached out to Gary? No, I I'm sure not. But you never know. You know they say he's a completely new person now. For all I know, he might get magnanimous and say, you know what? Let's let's bring Jack in here and have a conversation. I, that's not going to happen. But the truth of it is, it could. You know, all he's have to do is, you know, like. You know, Frank Sinatra saves Shaggy uh, Green's life. You know that story, right? I don't know the story. Please tell. Yeah, Frank, Frank Sinatra saved Shaggy Green's life. Yeah. Two thugs were beating the hell out of Shaggy Green, and Frank said, that's enough. Oh, man. So he's in control, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, well, we'll start a thing. All you Stern fans, go out there and make sure you hit up Gary and Howard and tell them they need to have Jackie on to promote the new documentary, jokemanmovie.com. And, and then people want to know, I know you're close with Willie Nelson. One, does he, is he still smoking weed? Uh, is he still burning at, at his age? And how is Willie? He is uh, such a delight. He just turned 90. He's not smoking pot. Uh, I think once in a while he has a, a hit off his electronic pipe. <clears throat> but he's, you know, he's old and his lungs are shot. I mean, he's 90. I mean, he, he held to be still doing concerts, and he's out there kicking ass. And, you know, to watch him on stage, he, he might as well be 60, you know. I'm real good friends with him and Amy, his daughter, and his his ex-wife, Connie. They're just just the greatest people in the world. I can't say enough nice things about him. He's been very good to me and generous in every way. You know, promoted my stuff, promoted my radio show, you know. He's just a good, good character, he, he, and he's done so much for so many people. He's just a delight. Well, you've been very generous with your time, uh, Jackie. Thank you so much for uh, coming on. Make sure everybody go to the website, jokemanmovie.com, 
and stream this new documentary. A lot of great stories, and you, you tell it all, and you, you did a fantastic job. And I'm a huge fan. Comedy legend Jackie the Joke Man joining us here on the show. Thank you. I always tell, I always tell people, uh, I would love to hear from people, and I give out my email address. It's jokeland at AOL.com, J-O-K-E-L-A-N-D at AOL.com. And if you do me a favor, just tell Shaq, I've never met him, but tell him I'd love to, and I'm his a huge fan, and that I love him for all the stuff that he's done. Okay, I will let him know, and thank you for coming on, man. We appreciate uh, all your support of what we do, and we support you. And uh, hopefully, we'll see you at a uh, a comedy club soon. I see you're you're still getting out and doing dates, so go to the website and see if you can't see uh, Jackie doing his stand up because you're you're still uh, making it happen. I'm still going out there and doing it, and telling my jokes, and playing stump the joke man, and selling my shirts and my books and. I, you know, I just love it. You know, I'm, I see no reason to stop. You know what I'm saying? Well, you're a huge inspiration to a radio guy like me, uh, you know, to just keep, like you said, don't, don't quit. Just keep pushing and, and keep entertaining and te- keep creating. And if they don't like it, fuck them. Ain't that right, Jackie? There you go. It's that simple. That simple. All right. God, God bless you, pal. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, man. Bye-bye. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.